there's breath in your body, there is hope. Welcome, welcome to another episode of the Think Hope Podcast, and I am your hopeologist, Dr. Rosalind Y. Lewis Tompkins, here to facilitate your journey of hope, and I tell you, it is so wonderful to be on this journey of hope with you, for those of you who have been with us and and are continuing to to just be here on this journey of hope with us. It is just phenomenal, the things that we've been able to do since we've started this Think Hope podcast. And and it's a way to just kind of look at our progress and to be able to map what's been happening since we started the Hope Campaign. And, uh, And one of the things that I'm so excited about is that in the midst of everything that is happening all around us. And there is so much happening. We know that we're in the middle of a a bitter, I would say, a bitter uh, political campaign for presidency in the United States of America. And there's so much at stake and so many voices and and so much division that, that I haven't seen in my whole lifetime. And I've been here long enough to have been a part and seen many administrations come and go, uh, both the Republican as well as Democrat, but I've never, ever seen it so divisive in my lifetime, and there's so much at stake right now. And not only that, we have the uh, unrest, the the racial uh, divide that is there, the protest going on because of political uh, upheaval, as well as Uh, violence and violence in the streets, as well as law enforcement, uh, killing of of black men and and women in our community, and just just so much until if it wasn't for this hope campaign, I don't know what I would do. I would just throw up my hands. If if I didn't have hope, if I didn't have uh, access to be able to drink from this, this river, of hope, I tell you, I could not make it. And so with that, I want us all to just before we even start the show and we talk about what we're going to talk about today, let's just drink deeply from the river. Drink deeply from the river of hope because the river of hope is flowing. It is flowing, and I thank God for that because the hope campaign is growing, and we are moving right along, right along the tracks of hope, and we haven't stopped since we started back in 2016, actually. And then we uh, received the National Month of Hope, in 2018, and I tell you, tracks ever since. That sound you hear, that's the hope train, and we are moving forward, and we have continued to move forward even in the midst of a pandemic. 
a worldwide coronavirus pandemic that that has been ravaging the land throughout the whole year of 2020. And in the midst of that, how much more do we need hope? And that is one of the things that is it's so vital. And today we're talking about a tool that God Almighty has given to me to help bring hope, to teach people how to have hope and how to release the power of hope. And I'm talking about none other than my book, As Long As There's Breath in Your Body, There's Still Hope. And I have been in the studios for the past several months during this coronavirus pandemic recording the audio version of As Long As There's Breath in Your Body, There's Still Hope with Goldie Sound Studios here in the capital city of Tallahassee, Florida, and uh, just really working with, uh, with, a, with a great engineer. Uh, I just send a big God bless you to my engineer, uh, Brother Barrington, and he's known as DJ Play. And I tell you, we worked very tirelessly in the studio getting this audio book done and done right, very professionally and I'm so excited about that. But it, it, was, it was quite something else to go in the studio. And we'll talk, I'll talk a little bit more about that, about that whole process of the audio book, because I know that there are many authors out there who, like me, had a desire or have a desire to produce an audio book. But you may say, well, you know, how does that work? Because I know I'm, a, I'm an author of five published books over the years uh, so far. And um, and so one of the things that I've always wanted to do is to have an audio book. So the publisher that I work with with my latest project of As Long As There's Breath in Your Body, There Is Still Hope, uh, had a package that was available. And I, I actually self-published, so this is an indie uh, work uh, this time. And I didn't go through that co-publishing and this and that because it never, for me, it never paid off. So I just decided to just go ahead and, and do it on my own, but then to get, of course, some professional help so I was able to, you know, uh, delegate or or contract out a lot of the work, but it was still my project. And so one of the things that they had available through Eschler uh, Publishing was the audio book. And uh, when I got the first package, I said, well, you know, I want to come back with you guys a little bit later, and we'll do the audio book of as long as there's breath in your body, there's still hope. And sure enough, during the pandemic, with everything shut down, then all of a sudden I've just felt in my spirit, okay, now it's time. So so today uh, I'm going to be able to share with you a sneak preview of the audio book. And as, you, as I'm sharing the sneak pre- preview, you're also going to be able to learn practical ways to practice hope because that's what the book is all about. So, so just to get started here, I want to share the sample. And this is what people will hear whenever they go out. Once the book is actually on Audible, on Amazon, on iTunes, available for purchase, they will have a chance to sample. And so I'm going to share this sample. And the sample is just an overview. It gives you an overview of what the book is all about, as long as there's breath in your body, there's still hope. Audio book that will be available soon within within 30 days. It will be available for uh, for purchase. So let's start with the sample, and then we'll come back and talk a little bit more, and then I'll share uh, a lot more of the book, and we'll also be able to bring in some of our Christ Vision Tribe members who are always uh, in the studio with me. I want to thank God and just send a a very special blessing and uh, and just a shout out to the Christ Vision Tribe of Mothers and Fathers. So much for always being there and being a part of the success of of what we're doing. And uh, and so let's go ahead. Let's get started. I'm going to share with you the sample, which will give you an overview of the book, and you'll kind of get a flavor for how it is, how it sounds as an audible or an audio book. Everyone has a story to tell, 
As long as there's breath in your body, there is still hope. Is my life story of hope. In my previous book, As Long as There's Breath in Your Body, There is Hope, I share some of my experiences from my drug addiction, my recovery, and the founding of the nonprofit organization Mothers in Crisis, MIC. I also shared eight pearls of wisdom I received from my journey through the hellhole of addiction. And as long as there's breath in your body, there is still hope. I pick up where the first book left off. Over the 14 years that have passed since the book was published, I have had to learn how to live clean and sober while facing many incidents that could have zapped me of all hope. Despite those experiences, I am happy to say I am still clean and sober and full of hope. This book also explains what happened to MIC after we lost all our grant funding during the economic downturn that hit the United States. As you read, it will become clear that MIC has created a virtual dynasty of hope. I also revisit and upgrade the eight pearls of wisdom to include the additional lessons I learned while traveling around the world to share my story and spread hope. Finally, I share a way of life called the practice of hopeology, which I developed while learning how to receive and release hope. While one of the main themes of as long as there's breath in your body, there is still hope, is drug and alcohol addiction. The principles of hope in this book can be applied to all life's challenges. I pray that as you read, you will be inspired and filled with hope no matter what you are facing in your life. I also pray that you will be equipped to share hope with others who are suffering and feel like giving up. So that is the sample. That is the sample of the audio book of As Long As There's Breath in Your Body, There Is Still Hope, and it gives an overview of what the book is all about. For those of you who have read the paperback, you already, you know, you know, but now it'll give you another chance to 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 listen because I'm sure there were there were things in there that you'll probably say, boy, I wish I could, you know, uh, uh, quote like quotes that you you may want to use or or things that you may want to remember, uh, places of inspiration that in the audio book you can go there and just click on and just listen, and so that's the exciting thing. So even if you have the paperback version of as long as there's breath in your body, there's still hope. It's still valuable to have the audio version as well that will be coming soon. So you got to stay tuned, and, and uh, I'll definitely be getting the, the word out there whenever this book is available on iTunes, Amazon, and Audible, the audio book of As Long As There's Breath in Your Body, There's Still Hope. So what we saw from the, the sample is an overview of some of the actual things that are components in the book. And so the first component is my own personal story of going through what I call the hellhole of drug addiction. And I share, uh, in, you know, extensively uh, some of the main things that I went through and how I was able to make it through and make it out on the other side. And it's not a pretty picture. That's why I call it the hellhole of addiction. And anyone that has ever uh, been in an addiction or been um, maybe a family member or a friend, been around someone or close to someone who, who is in addiction, you know it's not a pretty picture. And it is a, a blessing, and it's a miracle in some cases to be able to make it out on the other side. And not only that, I share in the book, like I talk about Mothers in Crisis, which is what I call my baby of hope, my nonprofit organization, Mothers in Crisis, because I was able to found Mothers in Crisis after going through all of what I went through and then uh, be able to help other women. And so I talk about that, and I talk about, you know, how over the years thousands of women were able to come through 
mothers in crisis and get clean and sober. So I share that part of the story as well. So in the in the book, in the audio book, you'll hear my personal story. You'll hear about mothers in crisis formation, the Turning Point International Church, and then you'll also hear practical ways of how you can release hope and and how you can get hope and release hope. You'll also hear the eight pearls of wisdom that I revisit and I add to, and then you'll also hear some of my poetry. And and last uh, last time we had our Think Hope podcast, I shared a little bit of the, those poems as I've made poetry files that are still and yet and still available for uh, for purchase, and all of the proceeds go into helping and supporting missions around the world as well as the United States. All of my books project and everything always goes to the ministry and goes back into helping and supporting others who may be in need. And that's the exciting part. So as a part of a sample, since this is a show of the audio book, as long as there's breath in your body, there's still hope and sharing the sneak preview, I'm going to share a sample of, of, of each of the components that I mentioned. So I've already shared the sample that was the overview, but now I'm going to share chapter one, which is a preview of the beginning of my story of addiction. And so I'm going to share that, and then I'll be able to share samples of the eight pearls of wisdom. I'm going to share two pearls of wisdom. I'll share a sample of uh, how to release the power of hope. And, uh, and and what it means to think hope. And then I'll also share uh, one of the poems that I have not uh, created a file for, so you'll hear it as it will be in the book, in the audio book of As Long As There's Breath in Your Body, There Is Still Hope. So what I've done is I've taken time out to pull out each of the components that you'll find in the book so you'll have an idea and an overview of what the book is all about. So let's just start with my story, and I'll start with Chapter 1, and this will give you a taste of the beginning of my story of the hellhole of addiction going through and coming out on the other side as an overcomer. Chapter 1, A Life Worth Living. Are you breathing? You're probably thinking, that's obvious. Not so fast. When I ask whether you are breathing, I am referring to whether you are living. I'm referring to living in terms of what the Bible teaches about abundant life. Not merely existing, but truly living and doing it with peace, love, and joy. It's impossible to live that way when you are addicted to alcohol and drugs. Addiction robs its victims of abundant life and reduces person to merely existing. I have met thousands of people whose lives were ripped apart by the hellhole of addiction. People reduced to merely existing. I was one of those people. I spent 12 years addicted to various drugs. I started using marijuana when I was 12 years old. My addiction progressed until I was a full-blown crack cocaine addict by the age of 22. By the grace of God, I was able to turn a hopeless, desperate situation into a place of hope. My journey to hope began at the place of desperation. Hopeless people are desperate people. Here, then, is the question, what will you do with the desperation? There are many things you can do, but only one thing matters. You need to allow the desperation to lead to brokenness. Why would you choose brokenness? Because brokenness leads to searching for solutions different from the ones you have tried. That's what happened to me on my journey to hope. I had to try something different and take another path because the path I was on was leading me nowhere but down. 
fast. So that is the first chapter of As Long As There's Breath in Your Body, There's Still Hope. And it's also part one of the book. And that's where I share my personal journey of hope. And and my journey of hope included drug and alcohol addiction. Not everyone has that as a part of their journey of hope. And that's why as long as there's breath in your body, there's still hope. It's not just for those who are facing addiction, but for all who need hope. And that is why that even though I share my story, my personal story, and then in Mothers in Crisis as we were ministering, I was ministering to those who were, who were bound by drugs and alcohol and helping them through their journey and getting to that place of hope and help and deliverance. But it also then expands all the way to what we're doing now. So, so that's the exciting part of as long as there's breath in your body, there's still hope. But within the book, I also share a few stories of others who had gone through addiction as I had. And one of those is Nettie Palmore, who is a part of, still a part of Mothers in Crisis, an intricate part, as she is a part of our Turning Point International Church, our private chapel outreach of Mothers in Crisis as a minister there. And her story is highlighted within the within the chapter after I, I share my own. Nettie, I'm going to bring you in before we move on to some of the other parts of the book just to uh, hear from you as to why you believe others would benefit from this audio book. Nettie, are you there? Yes. How are you, Dr. Tompkins? I'm Hello. doing well. How are you? Doing very well. <laughs> Well, I'm doing very well, and I was just almost so blessed and full as you were sharing the first chapter because I know that now I know that that was hope, the desperation that led me to to find out who, who is this woman that is helping people, and, and I need help. I'm ready to, to stop living this way. I'm ready to be the, the mother, the, the the person that God created me to be. And I didn't know who that was. All I knew was drugs and getting high and trying to numb it. So now, you know, I, I live life with joy, with hope, and, and I know mm. what that is. And I was just so blessed that you were just reiterating that, and as I was able to drink from that river, because I know that if it had not been for as long as there's breath in your body, there's hope. And, and what you've shared with this world, where would I be, uh, Dr. Todd? Because I, I just don't know. So I thank God for the rope of hope and, and, and the book and what you're doing. Well, thank you so much for sharing. I certainly appreciate uh, your support and all that you've been able to do since you've received your recovery and you've been walking in this, and now you're an intricate part of the whole campaign. Yes, yes. And, and it's a blessing to be a part of what we're doing and offering hope. And, and you gave hope to me, and as you continue to inspire me and, and give me hope, and as I think hope, and as I hold on, Dr. Tompkins, to that rope of hope that was thrown to me, I can share it with others, even in the midst of it all, of, of what I go through daily. I can still have a smile. I can still think hope as I receive that from you as you freely gave and as I can give to others because that's what you teach us, how to be a disciple of hope, how to help others. So I just thank God for you and hope. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much for sharing. I tell you, this is real. This what we're what we're talking about 
releasing the power of hope. This is real. It's not just a theory. It's not something that just works for me. You know, it's not something that I just came up with. But first of all, I give God all the glory and the honor. And then secondly, the testimonies of, of Nettie Palmore and, and all that she represents, all the those that she represents that have tasted, have drank from this river of hope and been able to get their lives not only on a firm foundation, but also to be able to be used and give back and especially to drink from the river of hope, as Nettie has just lost her husband, uh, and we just had his funeral on this past week, and uh, and and just to to be able to go through that and and be able to 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 still have hope and give hope and drink from the river of hope is a wonderful thing, and it's a testimony to to the power of hope. So the next chapter that I'd like to share now is coming from another perspective, and that is is chapter 21, and it is about releasing the power of hope. And that's when I get into talking about, so I'll share that. Chapter 21, Releasing the Power of Hope. If I had to summarize everything I've gone through in life, I would have to say, that having hope amid many difficult and challenging situations literally saved me. And I've seen hope save thousands of others, which is why MIC is conducting the whole hope campaign to release the power of hope. An important part of this campaign is Hopeologist Services. I trademarked the term Hopeologist with the U.S. Patent and Trademark Office, It is defined as promoting public awareness of hope by means of public advocacy. Hopeologist services consist of promoting Fridays as Hope Universe Day and April as the National Month of Hope. My hope work includes hope coaching, podcasts, blogs, trainings, seminars, summits, and workshops, all designed to share practical ways for people in society in general to practice hope by becoming more hopeful. Utilizing components of social, spiritual, and educational models, MIC advocates for hope as a way of thinking and living. Radio tours are one of the vehicles we use to make the public aware of the whole hope campaign. We conducted our first radio tour during the inaugural National Month of Hope in April 2018. Since that time, I have been interviewed on countless radio shows across America spreading the message of hope. One of the key things I talk about is the fact that America is facing a hope crisis. A major indicator of the hope crisis is the increase in the suicide rate. According to the Center for Disease Control and Prevention, the suicide rate among the U.S. working age population increased 34%. From the year 2000 and 2016, we continue to hear about the suicides of high-profile celebrities who appear to have it all. I believe suicide is increasing because Americans are in despair, and many psychological, biological, societal, and social factors are contributing to that despair. Some of the major crises include the increase in untreated mental illness, the opioid epidemic, the divisiveness of the political climate, gun violence, including school shootings, major national disasters, domestic violence, systemic racism, poverty, and the coronavirus pandemic, to name a few. These issues paint a very pessimistic picture. The good news is that there is still hope. And through the whole hope campaign, we can turn this around one person at a time. People across the United States are learning about the whole hope campaign and realizing that hope is exactly what this nation needs. Some think a movement toward hope is nothing more than wishful or positive thinking. But I know firsthand how the power of hope can and does change lives, starting with my own. I now want to share powerful, practical concepts that will enable you to wrap your head, hands, and heart around hope. I truly believe that if each person does these things and helps others to do them, 
the world will be a better place. I challenge everyone to think hope, make hope connections, take hope breaks, and rest in hope. Absolutely. And I tell you, that chapter, chapter 21, in the audio audio book of As Long As There's Breath in Your Body, There's Still Hope, introduces and opens up the whole practice of hopeologists and hopeology as well. And uh, it starts off with the process of thinking hope. And as a matter of fact, that's where this podcast was birthed from. Whenever we began to implement this hope campaign and, and the National Month of Hope, the first National Month of Hope in 2018, we started this Think Hope podcast as a way to release this, this hope and to help people to learn how to think hope. So that's what I'm going to play. The next chapter that I'm going to play now is within Chapter 21, and it's the first thought in the first component, and that is think hope. Think hope. Hope is defined as the expectation that something good will occur. As part of the whole hope campaign, we are encouraging everyone to think hope. When you think hope, you look for the good in every challenging situation. When you think hope, you believe things can and will get better. When you think hope, you can find solutions because hope is like a light shining in a dark tunnel. The light of hope illuminates your path. It sounds simple, but it's actually quite difficult to think hope. It's easier to let your thoughts roam wherever they want to go, which is often to a negative place. However, it is worth the effort to think hope instead of negativity because studies reveal that hopeful people excel in life, live longer, and live well. People often say that thinking hope doesn't work and that it's Pollyanna-ish thinking. I have found that it does work to think hope because I've seen how my life and the lives of others have been tremendously transformed through the power of hope. It's not always easy, but it is doable and worth it to think hope. Some object to this idea by saying, what if I think hope, but things never change or get better? The best thing about thinking hope is that even if things don't change, you change. Suddenly, what you thought was failure becomes possibility because hope brings purpose and encourages you to stop asking why and start asking why not. We are admonished in the Bible to think about what is true, honorable, right, pure, lovely, admirable, excellent, and worthy of praise. See Philippians 4, 8, NLT. That sounds hopeful to me. Check out my Think Hope podcast by visiting blogtalkradio.com forward slash Think Hope and also Apple Podcasts. And so once I open up with the Think Hope, that's when we began to talk about within that chapter 21 of releasing the power of hope, how to make hope connections with the hope chats, hope fusions, hope fears, as well as resting in hope, how to move from hope to despair, how to take hope breaks. And so all of these practical applications are found within this chapter, and also they are available with, within the chapter. So you wouldn't have to read them. You wouldn't have to hear them all, but you can just click on each one. Say, for instance, you want to find out a little bit more, you want to hear, you're getting ready to go on a, to, to do a hope chat with someone and you want to just hear those seven steps, then you're, you're able to just click on that particular chapter that says hope chat and you can just hear that. And so that's one of the things that's so exciting about it. So it becomes practical and maybe you, you're getting ready to take a hope break or you're going to share in a seminar or share with, with a group of people about hope breaks. Well, you can just click on that particular chapter of hope breaks and it will play. So I just wanted to give you a sample 
of this whole releasing the power of hope before we now, the last couple of things we're going to look at is I'm going to share two of our pearls of wisdom, the power of hope and the power of love. But before I do that, I want to bring in another uh, one of our Christ Vision Tribe members, and I'm going to bring in my husband, Pastor Kwame, uh, to, to just kind of share about the benefits of such a book as As Long As There's Breath in Your Body, There's Still Hope audiobook. So, hello, uh, Kwame, are you there? Okay, let me let me make sure I open it up here, the line. Okay, there we go. Hello, Kwame. Hi, dear. I am here. Yes, I've been listening and um, following the interesting and entertaining uh, discussion. Well, thank you, thank you. So, so what are your thoughts on on why people should benefit from a book like this? <laughs> Uh, well, first, um, let me um, uh, uh, congratulate you on getting uh, the audio book uh, in, 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 in place, at least this first uh, labor to get it um, in place to move to the next step, and also to uh, be able to document and codify uh, the process, the life. Not, it, it is not something external, but the life lived mm-hmm. that produced uh that produced uh th- these valuable uh gems uh that others can benefit from so um thank you for that um thank thank you yes uh, you're welcome dear and and so that that i think that 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 uh, one of the points that uh you made earlier uh establishes a clear a proposition for anyone to buy uh, the audio book, uh, not just the the uh, um, copy, but but the audio book, because again, the, the 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 ways in which we move around today, that you can click to the place where you want to uh, either listen or reinforce. You may have heard it before, you may have read it before, but to reinforce what it is that you might be desiring based on what you're experiencing. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that is one of the main things that I would um, identify. And, and the fact that uh, the challenges of life are so uh, variable, uh, so many different things come about, but it's the same medicine that is applied, the medicine of hope. So that regardless yes. of what you might be going through, you experienced certain things then, but those are not the only experiences that you uh, overcame. There were many others, but it's the same hope medicine that you applied, which was birthed through the darkness of those earlier days. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. True. And, and, and so, so that, that, that – I'm sorry, go ahead – so even though, because your story of your journey of hope is included in the, in the book as well, and also our journey together as we met and uh, how we were married and then some of the things that we've been able to do in ministry together is, is documented in the book as well. So is that one of the things that, that you believe that people would receive hope from? Well, certainly, and and, um, thank you for bringing that up because it it goes and points back to the multidimensional aspect of what what you're bringing forth, which is the the, the value and and the pearls of wisdom that hope uh, uh, um, incorporates. That, that it doesn't matter what situation. My situation dealt with a life of, of okay, I lived a life in the secular world, which, uh, which was one, quote-unquote, was successful. But in the midst of all of that was the question of purpose. And, and mm-hmm. so many of us, if not all of us, at some point in our lives experienced that challenge 
what am I doing? Whether or not I'm making a dollar a day or I'm making a million dollars a day, and I'm somewhere in between there. But 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 the question asked asked of you is, am I bringing the value that I was created to bring, or am I wasting my time? And 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 that's my challenge that I face, and going through the various uh, uh, you know a divorce. And all these various things brings about that challenge, and and hope is the thing that lifted me above that. And then with you, now being so alive in hope, able to share that with others in ministry. All right, all right. Well, thank you so much uh, once again for always being a part of what we're doing with this hope campaign. Amen. All right, so now I'm going to share uh, one of the poems of wisdom. We'll see if we get a chance to uh, share uh, all of the uh, two of them, but one of the pearls of wisdom is what I'm saying, the pearls of wisdom. And we'll start with, instead of starting with the power of hope, let's look at the power of love, because love is a powerful force. Power of love. The topic of love has been contemplated and written about since the beginning of time. Families have been formed and divided in the name of love. Wars have even been fought in the name of love. Yet people continue to ask, what is love or why it's relevant? According to the Bible, God is love. 1 John 4:16 ESB. And love is patient and kind, keeps no record of wrongs and always perseveres. 1 Corinthians 13, 4 through 7, NIV. In contrast to the biblical view, society's definitions of love are often based on common myths about love we see in Hollywood movies or romance novels. They portray love in a cookie-cutter fashion in which boy meets girl, they fall in love, they experience conflict, and ultimately they get together and live happily ever after. While we may know that's largely a fantasy, somewhere deep inside we look for that kind of love, and we often misjudge the love we do have because it doesn't look like the ideal love. But there is no greater force than unconditional love. Unconditional love is the love that compelled God to send His only begotten Son into this world. Unconditional love is the love that compelled Jesus to die on the cross for our sins. That kind of love doesn't depend on what is inside the person receiving the love. Instead, it depends on what is inside the person giving the love. In my own journey, I had to learn how to love others without hooks. In other words, if I wanted to be loved unconditionally, I couldn't love others based on what they did or did not do. I had to learn how to forgive and release others and choose to love based on who I was and whose I was. Because of this, I've seen the power of love in action time and time again. I have literally loved the hell out of many of the women with whom I had the privilege of working over the years, and they were subsequently transformed by love. For them, just knowing I cared and pointed them to God made all the difference in the world. I'm a woman who loves deeply, and I enjoy making connections with others based on mutual love and respect. This kind of love came to me through my relationship with Christ, and it has carried me through many trials and tests. The Bible tells us that faith, hope, and love shall remain, but the greatest of these is love, 1 Corinthians 13, 13, NIV. I have found that love is the anchor of my hope. I cannot have hope without love. This was highlighted in my life whenever I went through an economic downturn and didn't know what I was going to do with my life. I kept my loving relationship with the Lord strong, which helped me have faith and hope. I rejected the temptation to blame God and drop my faith because I realized that the love of God was what would deliver me and bring me to a place of wholeness. Love is the powerful force that has navigated me through many myriad tough times. I was compelled to stop using drugs and alcohol because of the love I had and have for my daughters Janadra and Janar. 
Janadra died because of my drug addiction, but as I carried Janar in my womb, I loved her and wanted to protect her from my addiction. Once she was born, it was love that constrained me to abstain from drugs. It was love that compelled me to help other women once I was clean. It is love that compels me to continue to share my story after all these years. During my addiction, I was a selfish person. I thought only about what was in it for me. I didn't care how my actions affected those who loved me. It wasn't until Janar came along and I had to think about someone else's welfare that I began to be other-centered and not self-centered. I learned I could not truly love if it was all about me. Love is unselfish and love is action. If you truly love, you will lay down your life for your fellow man or woman. I appreciated the power of love once I learned how to love. It wasn't until then that I began to realize how my mother's love had helped me in so many ways. She loved me unconditionally and never gave up on me. That is one of the reasons MIC is so powerful. We provide unconditional love. Forgiveness is an important part of love. Sometimes it's hard to forgive. I had to determine to forgive others of past injustices. Many of the women... Just a little taste of the pearl of wisdom, the power of love. And it's, it's, uh, that was like halfway through because there's some more in that particular uh, chapter. But in the interest of time, I'm going to uh, just play that because I want to share just a little bit more uh, from the pearl of wisdom, the power of hope. And I'll do that now the power of hope. Hope is needed to sustain sanity in the face of suffering and pain because hope is not just an emotion. It is an eternal force the Bible says shall remain forever. See 1 Corinthians 13, 13. People often give up because they lose hope. Hopelessness is at the heart of all pessimistic thinking. Pessimism often leads to sarcasm. Pain is at the heart of sarcasm. And as that pain festers, it causes one to lash out at others. Hope is for the future. Faith is for right now. That is why I have faith for now and hope for later. You can't have faith without hope. As the Bible says, now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Hebrews 11, 1, KJV. Faith is made of the substance of hope. This is what makes hope so powerful. No matter what is happening right now, there is hope for tomorrow. Amid the darkness, hope is the light that guides the way. Just have faith and keep following the light of hope, and eventually you will reach your destination. During the early years of MIC, I wrote several public service announcements with a message of hope that aired on local television stations for more than a decade. Most of them ended with me saying, Remember, as long as there's breath in your body, there is hope. That is not just a cliche. There is power in hope. Hopeless people do not have a reason to get up in the morning. They think, what's the use? Living becomes mundane and meaningless if there's not a brighter day on the horizon. I have felt the sting and reality of hopelessness, despair, and mental illness on multiple occasions. For example, when one of the mothers who attended MIC committed suicide. She had come to MIC after seeing one of our public service announcements. While attending our support groups, she had mentioned how the message of hope had motivated her on several occasions while she was up late at night getting high on crack cocaine. After completing her psychosocial assessment, we referred her to another program for mental health counseling and recommended she go into a residential dual diagnosis treatment program for women. She went but left the program prematurely. Less than a week later, her body was found. She had taken a lethal dose of sleeping pills. Many years later, I was directly confronted by a young woman I'll call Carolyn, who was about to commit suicide. Carolyn lives on an island in the Caribbean 
and I met her online when she contacted me about a radio program I had done on the power of forgiveness. Carolyn told me. And that is a sample from The Power of Hope, one of the eight pearls of wisdom that you will find in the book. As long as there's breath in your body, there is still hope. We're going to take a brief break right now and just have a a song that one of my favorites that I've been listening to uh, here lately from Miranda Curtis, and this is entitled Come Right Away. It's actually a prayer, and it brings hope whenever we can pray, pray, pray. Definitely, definitely a heartfelt prayer in song. And it is definitely a way that we can find hope 
especially during these challenging times. We've been talking about today releasing the power of hope through the audio book. As long as there's breath in your body, there is still hope that is soon to be released. Within the next 30 days, we will see the book available on Audible, iTunes, Amazon, and I will certainly make it available and let you guys know where you can actually go out and purchase the soon-to-be-released audio book of As Long As There's Breath in Your Body, There's Still Hope, that I've played several uh, different samples, a sample from my uh, uh, personal testimony, sample of two of the pearls of wisdom, some of, some of the uh, chapter uh, of the two pearls of wisdom, the power of hope, the power of love, a sample of Releasing the Power of Hope, Chapter 21, where we start talking about Think Hope. And uh, and so as you can see, the book is, is jam-packed with so much, and all of it is designed to release hope and to bring you to that place of hope because, unfortunately, not only are we facing a hope crisis in the United States of America, but we're facing a hope crisis throughout the globe, around the globe, uh, throughout the world with this uh, coronavirus pandemic as well as so many other things that's happening. So we believe, and I know that by the power of God, that this will be one tool that can be used to release hope. Now, also in the book, I have poems of hope. And one of the poems that I did not that I did not uh, use in the poetry files, which you can purchase by going to www.tpicchurch.net, uh, is entitled "Autumn's Hope," and I'm going to share that poem with you now. That is found in the audio book. As long as there's breath in your body, there's still hope. Autumn's Hope. The leaves are falling one by one leaving the safety and security of the trees. I sneeze as I feel the chill while beholding the warmth of autumn's colors. The browns, reds, oranges, rusts, golds, and evergreens are prominently seen. The smells of cinnamon, pumpkin, peppermint, and spice permeate the atmosphere and make nice aromatherapy. It brings me clarity, and I know that just as the leaves leave the trees, I, too, must shed last season's skin and begin again. It's time to store up all the good things God brings, sitting by the fireplace, sipping tea with a warm blanket surrounding me. I'm filled with peace, love, and joy while anticipating what's going to be. Listening, writing, meditating, hibernating, and awaiting the birth of hope. April, the month that's been set aside to breathe new life into the things that have died. A whole month of hope, time to open wide the door of expectancy. In the meantime, I enjoy autumn and its slower pace because it is here that I receive the grace through the beautiful colors and warm embrace as the leaves leave the trees and I shed last season's skin to begin again. And that is Autumn's Hope. And that's one of the poems that is found in my latest book, As Long As There's Breath in Your Body, There Is Still Hope, and that is the audio book as well as the paperback book that is available via Amazon. So whether you get it from the paperback, we want to make you aware that the audio book is available and all of the proceeds go into the ministry to help families, orphans, the poor, and those that are in need all around the world. So we thank you for listening to this broadcast today and we pray that you would be glorious that you would be blessed remember as long as there's breath in your body there is hope